Southern Ag Network On Demand. We've enjoyed being able to provide these programs on more platforms and appreciate you taking the time to listen. This report is brought to you by Montana Fish, Wildlife, and Parks, who would like to remind hunters that respecting private landowners and the access they provide is more important than ever. Positive relationships between hunters and landowners impacts all recreationists. It's up to us. Respect access, protect the hunt. Now time for the report. Good morning, Coulter Brown here from the Northern Ag Network with our morning market report. A big announcement from USDA Monday has the agency proposed a new rule that would only allow the product of the USA label to be used on meat products derived from animals born, raised, slaughtered, and processed in the U.S. U.S. Cattlemen's Association president and owner of St. Ange Livestock, Justin Tupper, told me they're thrilled that USDA is finally closing this loophole. Definitely has been a, a long time of coming. And so what was happening was you could bring product in from Brazil or any other country, repackage it, and it could be labeled product of the USA. We petitioned uh, the USDA to uh, work on this loophole and finally some action, and we're excited to see that. Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack announced the proposed rule at the National Farmers Union Convention in San Francisco yesterday. Shortly thereafter, Farmers Union leaders sat down with the secretary, and Montana Farmers Union President Walter Schweitzer told me that Vilsack said much of what USDA is focused on right now is around creating more competition in the marketplace. Supporting the development of more processing and marketing opportunities for farmers to be able to raise their food locally, to process that food locally. And he talked about a lot of programs that would invest in that process. Stay with us. We'll be right back for more Ag News. I'm Angela Cadell, Group Vice President of Agricultural Products for BNSF Railway. At BNSF, we recognize producers for their hard work and commitment to provide our nation's and the world's food supply. Farming is in our DNA, and we honor you with our long-term commitment of delivering your high-quality products to market safely and consistently, no matter the season. You can count on us. This is BNSF. Don't settle for less. Buy the best. 240 Angus will sell on Wednesday, March 15th at the Stevenson Angus Spring Production Sale. The sale includes 62-year-old bulls, never been picked over, and developed specifically for this offering. Also included are 180 yearlings, bulls designed for trait-leading cattingies, performance, maternal, and carcass. The sale is broadcast live via the internet with Superior Livestock and Frontier Live Sale. Find us on Facebook or visit our website at stevensonangus.com. Well, you can probably guess who drew the short straw at Northern Ag Network this week. I'm here in the studio while Brett McRae, Augie Aga, and Amelia Sorokia are on their way to Orlando for the Commodity Classic Trade Show and the National Association of Wheat Growers Annual Convention. And then Andy Schwab is in Portland this morning joining farmers for the Montana Wheat and Barley Committee's Follow the Grain Tour. Let's check in with Andy to see what's on the docket for the tour. Yes, good morning, Coulter. It was certainly a great first day here in Portland visiting with the folks from the Wheat Marketing Center and many of those other Montanans that made the trip. There's certainly a lot lined up for us today, including a tour of the analytics lab at the WMC and a grading demonstration, plus a look at the center's food innovation headquarters. I know I'm also excited to chat with the guys from the U.S. Wheat Associates today, as well as some of the other producers like Eric Gray, Brandy Johnston, and Frank Gronreg, to name a few. Now, I know you're busy also with a lot of news, so I'll send it back to you in the studio. Yeah, it's kind of busy around here, Andy, but I guess I'll just live vicariously through you and Brett. 
Well, I also want to mention the Montana Grain Growers Association has hired an executive director for the Montana Pulse Crop Committee. Liz Edmondson of Cascade will fill the position. MGGA says they've realized the necessity to collaborate with other commodities beyond wheat and barley and hired Liz to address pulse industry issues and improve the return on investment for Montana's farmers. Join Pine Cooley Bowls as they sell 160 bowls at the Wagon Box Ranch in Hardin, Montana, Monday, March 13th. Offering sons out of Coleman Resolve, Pine Cooley Drifter, SAV Resource, Coleman Bravo, and many more industry-leading sires. Large sire groups and affordable, proven genetics and volume. That's the Pine Cooley Bowl Sale, 12 p.m. Monday, March 13th at the Wagon Box Ranch in Hardin, Montana. Catalog and video at pinecooleybowls.com. Bid live online with DV Auction. A strong start to the week for the cattle futures as feeders surge to more new contract highs. We can easily say this is as high as we've seen feeder futures since 2015. April feeders up 257 yesterday at 198.60, May 230 better at 203 and a quarter. Live cattle also up to contract highs thanks to stronger cattle prices and box beef moving above 290. April live cattle 67 cents higher at 166.10, June at 161 even up 32. Turning to our local auction markets at St. Ange, a replacement heifer special saw higher prices with a big test of heifers. 450 to 500 pounders from 205 to 213, five weight heifers 202 to 216, and six weights 190 to 209. At Montana Livestock Auction, upper four-weight steers topped out at 272, five weights at 268, with the average at about 230. And a good day for the Crowley family of Clear Creek Angus in Chinook, as yesterday's 67 yearling Angus bulls averaged 55.67, up 27% from last year. 14 Hereford bulls averaged 61.61, and 40 commercial heifers bringing 16.06. The wheat market continued its downward spiral Monday, falling to the lowest close in more than a year. Some weather-related selling pressure, but mostly following Paris milling wheat lower as parts of Europe find drought relief. Hopefully Wednesday's World Supply and Demand report gives traders a reason to end the selling and focus on wheat supplies that are as tight as they've been in 15 years. May Casey hard red winter wheat falling to 797, down 18.5, July down 17 at 791. In the spring wheat, the May contract down a dime at 862, July at 859, down nine and a half. May Chicago wheat 13 and a half lower at 695, July at 703, down 13 and a quarter. May corn falling two and three quarters to 637, and May soybeans gaining a dime up to 1529. On the Northern Ag Network, I'm Coulter Brown.